0: Hello Mike Nisbet and welcome to the podcast. How are you?
1: Hello. Very well. How are you?
0: I'm good, I'm good. I'm so, so happy that you're here. For people listening, me and Mike go way back, right? Way, way, way back.
1: <laughs>
0: we won't tell any, We won't give any gossip information, but no, I've known you for like 10 years now.
1: <gasps> I think it might even be longer than that, like maybe 11, something like that. A very long time. And
0: for you, one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you on the podcast was because you're a fantastic songwriter that I think everybody should know about. But also over these 10 years, you are one of the most prolific artists that I know that's in my network. So you release music so often, so consistently. Can you take us back to... Your first release, your first ever release, and how did it feel? And I want to know, like, the nitty gritty details of that emotional journey for you.
1: The first, like, Mike Nisbet thing I did, I suppose, was 2008, 2009. I was an EP, recorded four songs in Glasgow, and but it was so much more expensive than I thought it was going to be. When I released it, I didn't have any money to print it on a CD or anything like this. So I just bought loads of blank CDs and burned it and made kind of homemade covers and very kind of uh, punk rock type uh, attitude, I suppose. Um, but, but I learned a lot realizing how, how woefully unprepared I actually was. But it, it was good, you know, it was nice to finally do it and get a kind of first. Oh, I feel like a kind of an artist now. I've got something out, sent it to all the radio stations. Yeah, it was so much fun, and it, it, probably more fun because I didn't know how badly I was doing it. But then I so was it was like 20, 19 or 20, I think so. No, it must be 19. So it didn't I didn't really have any other responsibilities.
0: How did the fact that you done that though impact the next release? Like did it set you up in a way that you then understood what you should do next? Like what did that look like the, the next release that you that you put out?
1: It definitely made me prepare more. Um, in that just little things like, oh well if I'm gonna record something and you know make an album which is the next release I was like well I need to be thinking about where is it going to go you know like the first one I didn't even have I had no idea how to get it on to Spotify and there wasn't that many companies that were doing that so it's like well I need to track that down and so there was a few things I learned for the second one like well if I'm going to print some CDs well I better have money to do it and and then also have more of an idea of what things I should probably have in place before there's any release. Like uh, we need to get some photographs for press stuff, a bio, and these kind of things. that so just, I didn't have, and thankfully I had like friends who wanted to help out and they were like, oh yeah, this is cool. You know, we'll, we'll help you out and because you need these things. So I was trying to listen to them as well. I'd listened to people who wanted to give me advice because it was good advice, but I probably only listened to half of it and I probably should have listened to all of it.
0: (laughs) I'm really interested in, in knowing about your own, like your connection to your artistry. Did you start thinking more like a professional? Were you starting to take it more seriously? How did that look?
1: Yes, definitely more seriously. More seriously than I had, I suppose, but I still didn't I still didn't really get it. I don't think it was also like a funny time because it was there was a certain kind of switching over to the internet being much more of a a thing. I don't even think Spotify was really there yet. I began to take it more seriously and i'd uh was listening to a producer I was working with. Marcus McKay, who's a studio in Glasgow, definitely without him, it wouldn't have, it would, it would have been nowhere near what it ended up being. But he kind of encouraged me to be like, no, it's like, think of it in terms of like, this is a proper professional release. More people than just your mom and your girlfriend are going to buy it and listen to it. Like, how are you going to present it to the world? What's the kind of, Story behind the album is it going to be something really personal? And I think about this all the time, still with releasing things and seeing other people release stuff, sharing your story of it personally. If that's going to benefit getting your kind of artistic idea communicating that across to people, then go for it. But on the other side, maybe not. Even having any pictures of your face and there being a very small bio and then just a few kind of images to give you the flavor and idea of what it's going to be. Maybe that's a better way to go because it's much more ambiguous. And I don't think there's a way to like figure it out straight away. You got to kind of experiment with stuff. But it was, I guess the good advice there was, don't worry so much what other people are doing. How do you want to present your art to everybody?
0: I think that's super important for every songwriter and artist who's releasing to really define the objectives of the release. Like, what's why am I releasing it and who is it for and what do I want them to think about it when you look at the the whole objective and purpose behind why you're being an artist and releasing this music in the first place and use those as spaces for success. You can you can really enjoy every release, you know?
1: I get it can be like a tricky thing, I suppose, because you're not you're not just doing it for yourself. If you're gonna like put a song out into the world, then you're at least hoping somebody else is gonna listen to it. And it needs to at least come from and kind of start with the for-yourself type stuff. And also not not comparing your stuff to everybody else's stuff. The comparison thing is can be a total paralyzer. probably would have put out at least twice as much if I hadn't got stuck, kind of stuck in loops of like, oh, I think it's really good, but... Mm, probably not everybody else will because the artwork isn't cool enough or uh, I don't know how to make a music video for it and all these other things that it seems everybody else is doing. I'm like, well, I don't have to do that. I can just put the song out if that's what I want to do.
0: (laughs) It seems so simple, but it is simple, right? It's When you pull away, when you shed the bullshit, it actually is really simple. What do I want? And I'm going to go and do what I want.
1: <laughs> you can build on stuff like it doesn't all have to happen at the same time. Your your first or your even like your tenth release. If you just if that one is just going to be a song with a cool piece of art that you like, that's perfectly just as valid as um, you know Adele and a ten million pound video. Like the song is still. The kind of the nugget. So, if the song is a good song, then cool.
0: Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. And bringing it back to the music and to the song, how do you approach every release? Then, do you approach it like its own little art project, or do you see it as a sort of string of releases to get you to an album release or an EP? Like, how do you approach each release?
1: Always in a kind of messy, different kind of way. It's it's changed. In the last couple of years, I suppose, I always would rather just make an album than put that album out. I like making stuff in a kind of album shape. So there's more room to tell stories and kind of create a little universe and stuff like that. But then this year, I'm not even really sure why. I just decided, like, I could finish all these songs now and then put them out as an album later. Or just kind of finish them through the year and then put them all out as singles every, I think it's been every couple of months or something like that and then kind of continue that into next year a little bit just to try a different a different way of doing it to kind of, I don't know keep it interesting for me or something like that but that also seems to be how things are leaning with releases, like it's more of a kind of YouTube kind of idea if that makes sense, like it's like a kind of, you're you're keeping content kind of regularly going out to people to help build up your fan base.
0: If you're sitting worrying about whether it's going to be the the best strategy for you right now or not, I mean, how do you ever get that answer unless you go and you try it and you do it?
1: Yeah, that, I totally agree. Like it's, I would say get involved in it if, if it's something you want to do and kind of learn and, or even if you're interested in it at all, you can put a song out or um, even if you're not putting it on um, streaming services or stuff, if you're maybe just doing it on YouTube or something, just performing it there, um, just doing it and then learning about what works and what doesn't work for you and then trying something else next time. Like I've tried so many different things or, Maybe finished songs and shown them to people, and they go, Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But then I just do it anyway. It's like, Well, I want to do it. I'll be annoyed if I don't put the song out. So I'm just going to put it out. And then it works out better than expected. So I think just trying it and not, yeah, not too much pressure on yourself about it. And it's just music. I know that sounds kind of like kind of putting it down, but like it is just music. But it can kind of completely change your your whole world just by listening to some sounds. So if there's even any possibility that some tunes that I make can make somebody else feel even a small bit of that relief, then putting it onto the world is totally worth it.
0: For anyone who is questioning why should I release my music? Firstly, I love that. It's just music. Like, get over yourself. We love you. And uh, your thoughts and feelings are are all totally valid. But also, it's just a song. And then secondly, think about how other people's songs make you feel. You can be that for someone else.
1: People want to hear it. People. It's not like anyone's... I don't think anyone has ever put music out and someone said, like, oh. But there's enough. Actually, you know what? There's enough songs. It's all good. Don't worry about it. We're good. We're quite full at the moment, actually. Like, yeah, more music. Everybody's music is just as valid as everybody else's, you know.
0: Oh, Mike, thank you so much for spending some time with me today and chatting about your experiences of releasing music. I know you've no doubt got one in the pipeline right now at some point coming out by before the end of the year. So for anyone who wants to check out Mike and his musical world, please check the links in the show notes. Amazing. Okay, so well, thank you so much. We look forward to hearing your next release.
1: Well, thanks for having me.